All right, so UFC 294 Sunday morning. Uh, about around 7 a.m., I believe the card kicks off. You can see that on Sky uh, Sports and Sky Arena, uh, also Sky Now, and uh, the ESP, uh, not the ESPN app, the UFC app as well. Uh, huge, huge, huge main event, uh, which we didn't know we were going to get until about 10 days ago. Uh, to discuss that on the line right now from City Kickboxing, Lightning, Mike Angove. A very good afternoon, Michael. Yeah, good afternoon. I don't know who this Michael is you're talking to. Um, that was just a boy my mum called out to every now and then when she was annoyed. But uh, yeah, it's definitely not my name. Mike Angove uh, joining us here on The Run Home. Hey, Mike, uh, we know uh, Volk got the call up, uh, what, 10 days ago, Alex Volkanovsky, uh, for this rematch against the lightweight champ Islam Mahachev. No doubt uh, Alex is the kind of guy who is always in fight shape uh, unless he's injured, so I can imagine he's probably been preparing for this just in case. Uh, is he the sort of guy that you can rely on to come in and fight shape for a matchup like this despite the short-notice turnaround? Oh, look, he's a guy who will always keep himself in shape. And there's a vast difference between being in fight shape and being being in shape for the, for the average punter. So I think that is important to factor that in, particularly when Volt weaponizes his uh, his cardio. Um, and it was Islam who was fading in the, in the last fight. Um, so, you know, that's probably one of the significant things that uh, is a consideration in this fight, uh, particularly when it comes to strategy. Do you think, I kind of feel that the short notice turnaround kind of fails Islam because uh, he, you know, he knows now that he can't take Alex down at will and kind of his game plan may change a little bit, whereas I don't know if Alex has had enough time to sort of prepare on maybe coming up with something different for this fight. Do you, do you feel like the champ has a, has a, has, has in a better position here than, than Alex? I don't think there's any doubt that um, this should swing massively to favour Islam. Uh, as I said, uh, you know, Alex always weaponizes his cardio. Uh, he, he has one of those third lungs or, or an extra diesel engine um, that, you know, very few athletes have. But so does Islam. Islam is, is very fit. Um, because he's been prepared for a, a five-round fight, um, you know, he will have that in his advantage. And it won't hurt him to apply pressure to Alex um, and, you know, and start to tire him out because obviously defending the takedowns uh, is very fatiguing as well. And let's not forget that, of course, that Islam uh, got Alex's back on two occasions. He did take him down cleanly on more than two occasions. So we have to – Alex will also change his approach, I'd imagine. Um, you know, he will know he needs to manage – uh, the outside a little better, manage the pace of the fight, and he'll probably be uh, looking for the KO uh, perhaps earlier rather than later, rather than building into a KO. So that presents some interesting dynamics. Confidence is a wonderful thing, though, Mike, as you know, uh, in, in this sport. And a lot of people believe that Alex won that fight uh, more than a lot of people. A lot of the cage side media also believed it, uh, and, and a lot of uh, fighters as well. And to go into a fight now knowing that Islam can't exactly just have his way as he had done with a lot of other fighters, that will breed the confidence that, that Volk, and Volk you know, can ride confidence himself because he's been exceptional for the last five or six years. But but that is a difference maker as well. Like The scare factor won't be there for Alex. Yeah, look, I, I think the scare factor and the anxiety factor, that also can, can drain your energy. Um, so that's certainly there. He knows that Islam isn't uh, 
you know, markedly stronger than him. Uh, Alex is, is very extremely strong himself. Uh, you, you can ask uh, welterweights and middleweights that have grappled with him. Uh, they'll provide some testimony as to how strong he is. So with with that in mind, uh, that certainly takes elements of, of that out of the picture. Um, that said, I think the key thing here is what adjustments can Islam make uh, to the attacks of Alex that were successful? Um, and how can Islam weaponize his cardio? Will he be more conservative early? Will he um, allow Alex to, to spend his pennies or, or blow his load, so to speak, early and then start to come on late? Um, so those are the things that, that make a difference. But the thing with Volkanovsky um, is Volk doesn't just have confidence. Volk has belief. And there is a difference between just being confident that I've got the abilities to do the job uh, and the belief that I can get the job done at any stage in the fight. He's also got a very good uh, – he's got a very uh, solid punch. Uh, he can take you out with a single shot. And Islam is good defensively. He's a good southpaw counterfighter. Um, but he doesn't take the world's best shot. He's been knocked out once. Um, he's been, you know, he has been wobbled on a, on a couple of occasions. So, so that's what makes it interesting: the desperation, the differences in the preparation, uh, the sudden change, and Alex's belief um, and an indefinable or intangible quality that he has. Uh, that when he gets into, you know, the the, the worst levels of adversity. Um, he has been a man who's been able to find his way out. And mm. thinking about, uh, obviously, the chokes from Brian Ortega is a prime example. Uh, look, the co-main event arguably got better as well. Kamara Usman versus Hamzat Chemaev. This is a monumental matchup at middleweight where you'd have to say the winner is certainly positioning themselves to be a contender for Sean Strickland's title now that, that Izzy's planning some time off. Uh I mean, how do you see this going? For, for me, it's really intriguing to find out whether or not Kamaru's defensive wrestling is going to be enough to stop the Hamzat pressure. We know Kamaru can, can strike with power, but Hamzat has just been almost unstoppable uh, aside from the Gilbert F- Burns fight when he had a guy that could defensively stop him from taking him down. Yeah, and I think that's a statement of the obvious when you're having a guy you can just walk through and melt like butter. Uh, Hamzat is forced to go beyond just his athletic gifts. And, yeah, sure, that that's tremendous. Um, he has a big submission game. He's an extremely aggressive wrestler. Um, you know, you don't want him on top of you. And he's dangerous standing. He, he's he's no chump on the feet. Hmm. Certainly whack. Um, you know, but Gilbert took him into deep waters and arguably did enough to beat him, um, if you ask me. Uh, so... You know, that, that puts a question mark. But it's also a, a slightly different fighter in front of him. Uh, you know, Kamaru tends to fight best when he's moving forward. Most of his wrestling has been just to, uh, you know, hold you against the cage and, and do work there. Um, you know, obviously he's got some ground and pound as, as well. But he doesn't really have the same jiu-jitsu threat that Gilbert Burns does. Um, and probably not the same... Uh, jiu-jitsu adeptness in terms of fighting off submissions as well. So that brings Hamzat's skill set back into the game. Uh, both have got power. Uh, Kamaru's got thudding power as well. But again, he's not really a counterfighter. Gilbert counterfights quite well and can fight going backwards. Um, so, you know, could it be a case of 
these two cancelling each other out with the wrestling, provided uh, Kamara's legs hold up in terms of his knees, and then it becomes a, a, a stand-up battle. Um, if it becomes a stand-up battle, uh, Kamaru is uh, certainly more aggressive. He's probably the quicker-handed of the fighters. Uh, not Kamaru, rather, Hamzat. Yeah. Uh, Kamaru is definitely more methodical. He, and he, and he, he's got a pile driver jab and a, and a pile driver right hand. But speed can get the better of him at times. He tends to warm his way into fights. So, you know, surviving that initial storm, remembering that he got wobbled badly by Gilbert and Colby Covington was, was touching him, but uh, even though Colby can't break an egg um, with his punching power. So, you know, that makes it an interesting fight. Hmm. Um, so it, it's intriguing for me. This, this, is, this is an even fight. But again, with the short notice element um, and with just what Hamzat brings, I think he's, from, for mine, he's a 60-40 favourite, um, particularly with, without the, the cardio and the specific preparation. I agree, Mike. Uh, final question. Uh, I mentioned Izzy before, uh, and it's, it's interesting. Eh? Every time you get a dominant champion uh, lose the ch- title, I mean, Izzy's dominated the division for the best part of five years, uh, it, it becomes it does it does open the division up again. We've got a guy like Robert Whitaker who's right there now. Drickus Duplessis was there or thereabouts in, until he found himself injured, and now you've got these two guys and some other guys that Izzy's put 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 away in the past as well. The middleweight division is all of a sudden uh, not that it wasn't exciting, but Izzy was just such a dominant champion that there were no intriguing matchups left. Yeah, and you've got stylistic matchups now uh, potentially on on offer. Um, you know, Hamzad obviously brings that, uh, you know, that wild man um, early onslaught with, with the wrestling and the, and the top game, um, a little bit like the, uh, the Paulo Costa of, uh, of wrestling. Um, you know, but what happens when he can't get that, get that on? And we, we, we will probably see a little bit of that, uh, a little bit of an answer to that uh, this weekend. That's interesting. Bo Nichols coming up early days for him yet. I think some of those strikers are too good for him, so he'd have to rely on a, on his wrestling game. Um, but that's certainly, uh, you know, uh, interesting. Um, and people shouldn't write off Sean, Sean Strickland. He's a very, very awkward fighter yeah. who presents uh, so, some, some real awkward challenges. So, you know, that, that in itself, uh, there'll be a bit of a level check on, on Sean, obviously with it. Uh, is he taking some time out to just, uh, uh, you know, get some get some physical health uh, factors uh, to line up a little better? Um, you know, it means that we, we are going to see some of those questions answered. You can answer this question how you want as I let you go, Mike. Does Izzy fight in the next 12 months, do you think? Um, I will answer it with a question. Yes. When yes. City Kickboxing and I include in that, Volkanovski uh, and Freestyle Gym. When our fighters say uh, we're taking time off for a very long time, um, does that normally mean you know, a lot of time between fights for us is what, three or four months? At, the, mo- at the most, yeah. Right? Yep. Um, so a long time for us is probably more than six months. Indeed. Indeed. All right, Mike. Hey, look, man, I always appreciate your time, mate. Always great chatting to you. You're a wealth of knowledge, my friend. Thank you for your time today. No problem at all. Appreciate it.